Leib, Tubusha, what are we doing? Tubusha. Tubusha. We're going to skip Tubusha so we know we have to have a round two, that's all. Okay, um, just a quick recap because we, we skipped a week. We were in middle of, we were in middle of behandling Tehillim and the, the grace of Indian of Tehillim. What is Tehillim exactly? I, I mentioned last week a story about um, Rabbi Yitzchak Alfiya, a Mokobo from Yerushalayim with the school that he had for Tehillim together with the Tainas Stiber and his travels and how he did it. Now, I mentioned also then that Rabbi Yaakov Hillel in his sefer on Shevivim, takes great offense to this uh, skula. Um, in the, the my love skipping a week is that in the interim I was able to get my hands on the sefer, and uh, we'll just we'll just start from there. We'll, we'll start from there as a postscript, and we'll continue from there. So he brings as follows: He says in regards to those who substitute the tanesim and the pedyonis of Shevivim with the tanes tiber. They stay in shul the whole day and they say to Hillam three times. And the mefarsim everywhere. This is as if one fasted sixty-five thousand tanesim. So it's it's turbocharged, and this is the best way to get about it. He says, made this up. On Sefer Av and Sefer Ayira and other Svarim, but he says he made it up himself. And this I'll answer and I'll say. I'm not Chas V'Shalom coming to be Mazalzel in the in the wonderful Milo that a person could achieve by watching what comes out of his mouth. He says on the school of saying to Hillam three times in a row. He says it's a big thing. It comes from a good source, from the Sefer Rachme Av, which is a, a big Sefer Musmuch in Kabbalah. To, to elevate the stature of this Tikkun, of these words, to put them on the same level as the words of the Arizal, the Tikkunim that the Arizal set up, that's, that's in Gantzin misguided. That, that doesn't exist. That Rizal was Megala, exactly the right numbers and the amount of Tanesim and Pedionis that a person has to do. So that's the way to do it and you have to ignore the school of Satahilim and the school of, of uh, Tainas Tibur. Then he continues and he handles. He says, He says, Balabatim, who are not shy to real learning, who are being Isaac and Shuva. Says for them, if they would sit, let them sit that day and say to Hillam three times, because he says to Hillam is, is some variety of learning, he says. So even if a person uh, will just sit and say to Hillam the whole day, he's doing some learning, he says. But someone who could learn for real, to is not learning on the same level as, as sitting and learning through a sugya. So to say that a Talmud Chacham should sit the whole day and say to him three times in a row, that's Bittal Taira. That's what he ends off. That's how Yaakovil ends off critiquing this member of Mitzgalfiya. Now, so this leads us right to the next part that, we, that we're up to today. Is we, we started off with the premise that the Maila and the Skula and the Schos of Amiris Tehillim is because it's like Limerat Taira. And we brought the Deacon Rambam and the Gemara and Shvuas, the Gemara Nadarim and the Shem Zalman Orbach who said this way, the Balatanya said this way. 
Now, the Tzadche Keneged, so the Rosh Hashanah amongst them is there's a famous Nefesh Achayim. I think most people have seen it. The Nefesh Achayim in Sharadal at Perak Beis, right when he starts off proving that Limud HaTayra is not about Dveikus. The, the Nefesh Achayim starts off in Sharadal at Perak Aleph and he says, there are people who say that the whole Tachlis of Limud HaTayra is Dveikus, to be Davak and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's not so, that's not the Tachlis of Limud HaTayra. And then in Perak Beis, the next piece that he uses to drive home this point is he brings his fellows. He says, Kayidua, the Medrash tells us that David HaMelech Davant HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that it should, the Amiras Tehillim should have the same validity, the same power as Nagaim Va'alas, as learning Nagaim Va'alas. Says the Chaim Valajner, if Torah is just about Dveikus, if Torah is just about coming close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what was David HaMelech's tefillah? There is no better Dveikus than saying Tehillim. Of course, watch someone who's saying Tehillim, watch someone who's learning Baba Kama, who's engaged in Dveikus more. There's no Shaila that David HaMelech had nothing to daven for then. He says, Elamai, David HaMelech Fashtanen, that Torah is not about Dveikus. Torah is about Torah. Torah Lishma. And Tehillim is Dveikus. And David HaMelech was davening that let Tehillim also have the Malyusa of Isaac Venegoim Va'alas. So it says of Chaim Vilajanar, it's a raya that Tehillim, that, 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 um, that, that Torah is not Dveikus. But between the lines, what do you see? Between the lines, Zethman, that Chaim Vilajanar is categorizing Tehillim as Dveikus. Chaim Vilajanar is saying, Tehillim is Dveikus. Torah Lechud, Dveikus Lechud. And then he ends off with this line where he says in Befrat, we don't even know if David Melech's tefillah was answered. So meaning, it's a chash of zach, it's dveikus, but it's dveikus, it's tefillah. It's not in the same category as Torah. So that's uh, for starters, uh, that's a uh, famous of Chaim Velazhner. Additionally, there's a, a shmuz in the Paiskim, two shmuz in the Paiskim actually, that proved to us that Tehillim might not be considered limit at Torah. One of them's from a halachic angle and one of them's from a Kabbalah angle. So let's just do... The halacha one first, and then the kabbalah one. With that halacha, there's a din that dvarim shebeksav yata rishayla im malpeh. Something that's a pasuk, something that's a, a pasuk in the Torah, you're not supposed to say it malpeh. You're supposed to read it minaksav. Now, the question is, how can we do all the tehillim, all the psukim, the zimra that we do, that we read, tell them that people say, you know, shigud delishin malpeh all the time. I dvarim shebeksav yata rishayla im malpeh. If it's mikra, if it's words from the Torah, you're not allowed to say dvarim shebeksav yata rishayla im malpeh. So the Chavisyar has a tshuva about this. The Chavisyar and tshuva kofayin vav. Zaktav Chavisyar. I should read it. I have it somewhere. Um, Chavisyar says this that people say to Hillim. He says bevadai to Hillim is part of ksuvim and it, it could be Torah. It's, it's you know it's, it's a chelik of Torah etc. But this that everyone says to Hillim says the Chavisyar is bevadai they're saying it. He says as follows. He says um, he says shekol mashanu oimrim beisakneses psuke de zimra. This that everyone says in the beisakneses psuke de zimra. Baruch Hashem la'elam amen va'amen. Ahibin saya arein benucha yemar. All these different psuke at the hillim that are built in standard in taratvila. Hakolim shvachis v'haydois v'rachamim v'tachnunim ufnei amakim. They're all shavach v'haydois v'rachamim v'tachnunim in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They're not Torah. V'neachad enog ubrayv tuitzis Yisrael leim v'tehillim b'tzibur b'chol yoyim vaday. And this is the punchline: the lav l'shem Torah nagukein. He says it's pashut that they're not doing it l'shem Torah and Agulkein. Rak la'ira rachamim. It's la'ira rachamim. Ulahaskir chasdei david and emanim. Ulahaver gelulim. And he's going to continue and he goes on to, to a few different nekudos. But he says bevadai the tehillim that, that people are saying in the base the tehillim that's built into davening is bevadai not bekivun to be Torah. It's bekivun to be rachamim. That's from a halacha perspective. From a kabbalistic perspective, it, the the Arizal in in the Shara Mitzvahs. Arizal writes, it's a famous thing, like it's Negei on Friday nights and Thursday nights, but Arizal writes that a person is not supposed to learn Mikra Balayla. A person is not supposed to learn anything from Chumash at nighttime. Because uh, Kafi, the way the day is divided up, sh- Layla is Zman for Tereshab Alpeh, and Yoim is the time for Tereshab Iksav. And if a person flips and does Tereshab Iksav Balayla, 
it's, it doesn't do good things. And uh, there's actually uh, uh, early makar for this, there's Yalkut Shemaini that brings down that it says, uh, When Moshe Ben went up to Shemayim, how did he know Emes Ayoyim ve'Emes Ayoyla? It says, Bizman she'melamdoi, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was melamdoi, Ksa Mikra, Yadosh Ezeyoyim, Bizman she'limdoi, she'limdoi, I forgot the word, maybe Gemara, or I think Bizman she'limdoi Gemara, Yadosh Ezeyoyim. Meaning, I feel in Shemayim, the, the Anhaga was, that by Yoyim it's Mikra, and by Layla is, is uh, Gemara. So there's a, a, a din from the Arizal, Apikabala, not to learn Mikra by Layla. Now, if you remember the way we started with this three weeks ago, was that the minig of Shavim was to stay up late on a Thursday night, the whole night, and say Tehillim the whole Thursday night. That was the minig of Tehillim on Shavim. So if Tehillim is, if the schos of Tehillim is Limrat and that's what you're doing Tehillim for, then it doesn't make any sense. It's L'chathchila, Avegishtel, to do it by Layla. Now there's a tumult amongst the, the call it the Sifriya Kabbalah, if there's a difference between the first half of the night until Chatzais, and the second half of the night from Chatzais and on. Some Seifer has a tshuva about it, Vadi Yosef has a tshuva about it. There is room to wiggle that could be different parts of the Laila are not actually Usher and Tehillim as much as other parts. But B'chalaifin, there certainly is some sort of issue to learn Tehillim. And I'd add Kedekach that the Chidah in Yosef Aymitz, the Chidah has a tshuva about this, but the Chidah writes as follows. says the Chidah, you do have a shame the kiss of Arizal from the Shara Mitzvah that a person is not supposed to learn Mikra Balayla. Says Lemaisa, lots of people say Tehillim Balayla, says the Chidah. How you talking? What's going on? So says the Chidah, it's borrowed to him that Tehillim is not included in the sister. This that we say not to learn Mikra Balayla, that's a limud of Mikra Balayla. The person's learning Mikra Balayla. But to say Tehillim, which is Tehillim, that's not included in the person who can do that Balayla. So the Chidah is clearly delineating based on this, halach, this uh, Kabbalistic Yisr that Tehillim is an exception. Tehillim is not that. But for Yisr the Chidah, he says, this is a psak for anybody who's asking me. But Anila Atzmi says, I'm afraid. And I don't say Tehillim Balayla. This is the Chidah says. The Chidah says himself, I'm afraid of these uh, different spheres and these different uh, things that are Moscow and Kabbalah, and I don't say Tehillim Balayla. says the Chidah about himself. But al we have, from a halachic point of view, from a Kabbalistic point of view, that clearly there's another way to look at Tehillim. Tehillim as a tefillah, not as Tehillim. So let's just take it back to the source for a second. I think the earliest place where it's mushrush by us, that Tehillim is, is real tefillah, is that every morning when we come to shul, the tefillahs that we start off with are Tehillim. When we start Pesukah the Zimur, the tefillahs we start off with are Tehillim. So if you look, the Torah in Simon Lanalef, the Torah brings down the din of Pesukah the Zimra. The Torah says as follows. He starts off in Simon Lanalef, he says, <coughs> he says, Baruch Sha'amar, we have to say, V'nigun, V'ni'ima. And then he says, V'nistakna brachazu, this bracha Baruch Sha'amar was nistakin, to be the bracha Pesachas, the opening bracha of Pesukah the Zimra. Because of this Gemara that it says in Shabbos, where it says, The Gemara in Shabbos says that the Chalki, it should be my portion with people who are Gemer Halabuchayim. In fact, the Gemara Akasha, I, it says, if you're Gemer Halabuchayim, it's a terrible thing, because you're being mocked in Akadosh Baruch's Nisim. If you say Halabuchayim every day, it shows that a day when there is an S, a day when there is an S, it's all the same. You're being mocked in the Nisim. So the Gemara says, When we come out, when the Gemara says there's an Indian to be Gemer Halal, it means saying Psukit the Zimra. Umayniu, what is the Psukit the Zimra? And this, the Rif and the Rosh and other Rishayim on the Gemara explain. Rashi, Umayniu, Tehillu Ladavid, Ad Kalon Hashem Metalokah. From the Psukim and Tehillim that starts with Ashrei, and it's completed by Kalon Hashem Metalokah. So it's built into the Tehillim, a standardized Dauphin, Medina the Gemara already, for, for 2,000 years, to say Psukit the Zimra as part of our Tehillim. 
And then the Gemara, the, the Torah continues. He says, "Vesu karsinon perakama de brachas." Amr v'lazer kolayim etilu ladav b'chal yoyim muftach leish shabena elam haba. Someone who says Asher every day three times a day muftach leish shabena elam haba. V'chein, and this is the punchline. V'chein darasher of simloi la'olam yisader adam shvachish al machka and ve'achikach yispalo. A person should always be misader the shvachim of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then he should daven. Lakach tiknu la'olim rum kaidem atvila. They are misakin to say these psukim, these mizmeri tehillim before 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 tefila. Now. So there's two things in this Torah. First of all, this is how it comes to be that it's so standardized and so pasha to all of us that Tehillim is Tvila, because we say it in our Tvilas every single day. But if you notice carefully, there is a diik though that the, the, the Torah refers to Tvila as Tvila and it refers to these as Shvachim Kaidem Tvila. person says Shvachim Kaidem Tvila. Now, I happen to have, I, I noticed that there's, a, if you look up the Makar, the earliest b'risa that brings down this din is a Masech Seifrim. Masech the Seifrim, in the end of Parak Yitzayin, the Nusach in the Masech the Seifrim is as follows. La'olam yispalel adam sheish mizmeirim halalu, kaidim tvilase. A person should daven these sheish mizmeirim before he does his tvila. So over there, it refers to it as tvila. And it also, very importantly, stresses that it should be kaidim tvilase. So, so there's an interesting uh, explanation in the, in the whole tachlis of the Sukkot Zimra, what these tvilas are and why they're dafka put before our tvilas. What the shidduch over here? What these tefillas are and why they put over there? It's Yedua, the Gemara, the, the Pasuk in Tehillim says, David Melch says, Zmiris The Torah was like Zmiris for me, it was songs. And the Gemara in Saitu says, Chazal say, David Melch was nenash because of that, because he called the Torah Zmiris. But Beni Beni, David Melch says, Zmiris Now, the title of Zmiris normally is songs. Zmiris There's a Sefer, Shari Oira, it's an early Kabbalah, early Makubal Sefer, it's quoted like, it makes it a lot to halacha. It made it, interestingly, it was translated into Latin in the 1400s, the Sefer Shari era. You could still buy it, like today, on, on Google, on, on Amazon, like in English, the Sefer Shari era. It's like a, a Kabbalah Sefer from the, I don't know, late 12 or 1300s that was translated into Latin and then into English. It was actually used extensively in debates, like between Christians and Jews uh, throughout the day. This Sefer was used as an important, uh, like, flashpoint for some reason. That's why it was translated into Latin and English, etc., but... In the Sefer Shariyeru, it says as follows, and this is quoted by a lot of the Paiskim and a lot of the Svarim, that the Lashon of Zmiris, when we say Psukah the Zimran, Zmiris Hayelich doesn't mean song. What Zmiris means is Milashon Zaymer, exactly. Milashon Zaymer, Milashon cutting, cutting, but cutting away the blockages, the things that could get in a person's way when he's going to dive in. Cutting away anything that could be in a person's way before he starts his tefillah. So, La'ilam Yispal Al-Adam, Sheish Mizmarim Halalu, these Psukah the Zimra, these Psukim that cut through all the things that are in the way, and then you dive in your real tefillahs. In order to make sure you heard, you dive in these. So now, what's this um, kilo special power that's, that's infused in Tehillim, that it's psuki de zimra, that it cuts through more than everything else? So it's brought down in a lot of, it's, there's, many, there's many sources, it's hard to point to like a specific one that the Mukhar is, but there's many that say similar, is that, uh, I'll say it over the most yeshivish way, but, but it's said lots of different ways, but I'll say it in the most yeshivish way. There's a, a uh, famous briskarov, Alatayr, the briskarov says, um, it says, Yaakov vinu b'charbi b'kashti. Yaakov says, I keep, I fought with b'charbi b'kashti. Says Rashi, says Onkelis, b'tzlusi b'yusi. That's what, that's what uh, Onkelis teaches. With my davening and my tefillahs. So briskarov asks, famous, famous briskarov, what's the difference between tzlusi and b'yusi? B'charbi b'kashti, tefillah, tefillah and b'kasha. Says briskarov, there are tefillahs that it's built in inherently. The tefillah has power. The way the words are structured and the way the Anshik Nesak or the or David Amelech put into the words of this tefillah, the power, 
gives it a certain inherent power. One who wields it is like wielding a sword. A sword is sharp. Whatever direction you wave it, it's going to cut. And he said, then there are those tefillahs that are more targeted. It depends on who's shooting it. It's like an arrow. That's Bukhar Bibakashi. It's like an arrow. An arrow is totally useless if it's not aimed at the right location. So Mishkorov explained the Bukhar Bibakashi is that there are tefillahs that have inherent power and there are tefillahs that have targeted power based on where you send them and how you send them, how you use them. Many, many svarim, but this is the, the most yeshivish uh, iteration of this vart. Say that Tehillim, when Davin HaMelech shtel davek Tehillim through every matziv and through every tzara and through every simcha that he found himself in, what he was doing is he was infusing Tehillim with the kayach to be a cherev. Tehillim to be able to be this cherev that could just cut through anything, any mini, anything that's in the way. And Chazal, the Anshik Nesak Deila, already 2,000 years ago, understood this, this amazing power and potential that David HaMelech infused Tehillim with, and therefore chose to lead off all tefillahs with this psuke de Zimra. These, these pruning shears, you want to call them, these pruning shears that David HaMelech built in, that Tehillim is able to cut through everything. There's a, a beautiful words from the Malbim. The, the Malbim writes in his, in his Hakdama to Tehillim, the Malbim writes, he says, he says, Tehillim, he says, he calls it, Beis Kodesh Akdashim. It's a Beis Kodesh Akdashim. Beis Ha'itzer, a storehouse. Hayakir Hazeh. Kol Ha'adam, every person Yachseboi. Kol Tvila v'chol Tchina. Kol Hayda v'chol Tehila. Al Cholda, al Kol Davar v'al Kol Inyin. Tzaka, Yeshua, Tzara, Erevacha, Shir, Liyachad, Elarabim. He says, David Melch built into this Tehillim every potential, every feeling, every emotion, the whole kaleidoscope, you know, the kaleidoscope of emotions that a Jew could experience, side the ups, the downs, it's all built in. David Melch expressed it in there already in a way that everyone could just pick it up and run with it and it has its power built into it already. Now, I'll just, uh, one more Nakuda on this Nakuda. There's a, there's a Yushalmi in the Brachas, in the ninth parak. Yushalmi says as follows. Yushalmi says, Avedizara, it's, it's really, it's in other places also, Avedizara is nira kreva ve'ene ala rechaika. It appears to be very close, but it's really very far. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nere rachik ve'enayel karev. HaKadosh Baruch Hu seems to be very far and really is very close. And the mashal is simple. And Avedzara, you hold in your hand, you dive into it, it's right in front of you. Nere kreva, it's right here. But ve'enayel rachik, because it can't answer you. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the Gemara goes on to express like how big the Shemayim is, and this is, we have all the Gemaras that do this, you know, how many hundreds of years it would take you to traverse from here to here to here. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, nere rachik, he's very far. The, the, this, you know, the heavens are, are tremendous and we don't know where HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And the Gemara brings two psukim for this, you shall me. The first passage the Gemara brings is Shinamar, Kimi, Bechol Kareinu, we love, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is right in front of us every time we call him. I'm, I'm blanking on the actual words. And then the Gemara brings a second pasuk and it brings from Tehillim and it says as follows: It says, "Another drasha shenamar tefila la'ani kiyatif." Now, if you think about it, the Mefarshim over there asks, "It's a strange pasuk. Well, what, what does tefila la'ani kiyatif have to do with Hashem being nearer rechika ve'ini alakreva? What's the tefila? What's the shaykes?" So some Mefarshim say balabatish because the end of the pasuk is tefila la'ani kiyatif ulefnei Hashem yishpech sichay in front of our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Lefnei doesn't imply any particular closeness. It could be very far lefnei, but. Some, some say that. If you look in the Medrash, Shaykh Taiv on Tehillim, there's a beer there from the Re'im, brings a Zayar Kaddish. It says, when it says, Dov Melch says, Tvil Ani Kiyatev, Dov Melch was not talking about the, the, the Ani in the picture here, like an Ani who's Davin. Tvil Ani is, Dov Melch is describing the power that he built into the Tvila. Tvil Ani is, I gave you a Tvil of an Ani. Fashtetzach, a Tvil of an Ani gets answered much quicker because. A guy is, you know, vain is with true emotion, with true feeling. He's, he's pasha broken. He has no one to turn to. And he comes to you. That tefillah, 
doesn't fall on deaf ears. Such a type of tefillah penetrates much deeper. So the Zayar says, David Melch is describing the potency of the tefillah. It's a tefillah la'ani. I gave you a tefillah that has the power of tefillah la'ani. And that's what we say when the Gemara, when the, Gemara, when the Yushalmi says, Nira rachik ve'ne'elakariv, is because when you know which tefillahs to say, and you have these proper tefillahs that could cut through, the Psukit Zimra, that could cut through all the haze and get to everything, so then you have the ability to have that tefillah that's like a cherev. So, Memela, Memela, to answer a Pasha question, everybody knows if there's a tzara that comes to Klaiso, so we close the Gemaras and you open, te, you open a Tehillim. We start davening right away. Now, the Kasha would have been very Pasha. How do you take, take uh, stop learning Babakama, uh, Bi'i, and stop learning whatever you're learning, and go on to do Tehillim? L'chaira, Yimamash, missing the boat, right? You're going from, from Menachamar Lakal. And the Tarot says that there's many, many chazals to this extent that a mitzvah sheyef shalasli lecherim. The Ramam says uh, during a shas tzara, as a person, person's mechoyiv to daven, meaning there's many of these, of these chazals. So it's pashit that if a person is faced with a tzara, he closes his gemara and he takes this tefillah that's going to have this, this, this power built into it and daven with it. Now, I just want to say like an interesting tidbit about this idea of Tehillim having so much built into the Isis and so much power built into it as follows. I'll, just, I'll share with you like this. It's a shtickle, uh, well-known thing, but it's interesting anyhow. There's the Arzarua is a safer on, on many different, different halachas. It's from the Rabbi Yitzhak of Vina, one of the greatest Rishayim of the Talmud of the Rekeach. Now his name is Rabbi Yitzhak of Vina, and the name Arzarua has nothing to do with Yitzhak, as far as I can tell. If someone can think of a creative way that has to do with Yitzhak. So, so literally the first page of the safer, he starts off, he brings the Pasuk into Hillam. He says, Arzarua Simcha. He says, Karasi b'shem Zeachibur. You want to know why I named this Sefer Arzarua? He says as follows, Aniyah mechaber Yitzchak bar Moshe, Nechibi Yaserish emetzasi b'zeh mikra. I found a special connection, a special kinship, a special beauty in this Pasuk of Arzarua l'atzadik elishu leiv simcha. He says, why? And if you look in other svarim, it's brought down, the, the say that Darius brings down, this was a dream that he had. He says as follows, because Seifei Teves, Rebakiva. The last letter of each word of Arzurul Atzadik is Rebakiva. The last letter of R is Resh, Ayin, Kof, Yod, Vez, Simcha. Rebakiva. Now, there's one very important diak over here. There's, there would have, there's a Shaila in the Paiskim had to spell the name Akiva. Do you spell Akiva with a He? Do you spell Akiva with an Aleph? And this is very Negei if a person is writing Aksuba or a Get or etc. So says the Arzuru, I had a dream. I was Tiferayin in the middle of the Sugi of Shemis Begitin, and I wasn't sure though I spell Akiva with an Aleph, Akiva with a He. And near Nibachalayim in a dream, it lit up for me this Pasik. Arzarul Atadik Lishrilev Simcha, where the Saifi Tavis is Reb Akiva with a hey. It says in Mikan I understood that that the uh, that the proper way to spell this ice, the proper way to spell this name is Akiva with a hey, because the Pasik in Tehillim, which is not talking about how to spell the name Akiva, the Saifi Tavis spells it out that way. And he says, Ashracha Reb Akiva. Lucky is Reb Akiva that because Reb Akiva was so focused on every diik that could come from an ois, that could come from a tag, that could come from anything, Reb Akiva was the messenger who through Tehillim revealed to me this, this diik in the Pasuk, this like uh, backhanded diik of Arzurul Atzadik Lishrei Simcha. And because of this kilu, one daher that he had, this one gilu that came to him, he names the whole sefer, three fat volumes on literally halachas on, on Kala Terukula, Arzurul after this name. So um, it's again, it's just a remez bulvad, but it's, it's again seeing how much is built into the words, the letters, how much is put into the letters. Uh, just uh, one more remez like this, the Tmanya Apen in, in Kapitel Peites, there are, this is a Rekeach, it's like a crazy dig. The Rekeach says there are four psukim amongst the hundred, I don't know how many psukim are in there even, the hundreds maybe of psukim that are in the Tmanya Apen that only have four, four words in them. There are four psukim that have four words. 
And amongst those, cumulatively, those four psukim, is every letter of the Aleph is in there at least once, except for Gimel, Zion, Lamed, Gezel. It says, why? L'Rama is l'cha, that Gezel is possible by Dalad Minim. Azazek the Rekeach. Like, the, the crazy diukim of missing Isis and missing letters, and just, just the way the Rishonim looked at the Hillim as, as a, as a how Oiskitzechent and how careful every letter and every combination was put together. The way the Rishonim, the Rekeach, and those who looked at it just shows us this type of, of, of built-in inherent power that David Amalek was, was creating with, with the, the words of Tehillim. Now, I just think, uh, we might as well just end off with this. The, I think we should just talk about Rav Nachman's Tikkun HaKlali a little bit. Because it's also Tehillim, it also has to do with these Averis, it's also Shevim worthy. Let's just uh, talk about Rav Nachman's Tikkun HaKlali for a minute. Rav Nachman, the, 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 the sepur of Rav Nachman's Avegishtalin Tikkun HaKlali is like a big... It's a big thing. It's mentioned lots of times in his different svarim. And, and he writes that he was withheld. Originally, he writes that he was withheld from releasing it. Many tzaddikim tried to mine from Tehillim the specific mizmarim that would be the Tikkun HaKlali. That would be Masakin, everything from, from the grass Taveris to the smallest Taveris. And were withheld from doing it. He writes some of them forgot it in the middle. Some of them got sick. Some of them had other maniyas. Meaning he says it was a, it was a big challenge, a ruchniyistika challenge to be able to mine from the, the, the Tehillim, the Tikkun HaKlali. And he writes, at some point in, in Likutia in, in, in Likute Maran, he writes that he has it. He has 10 Mizmeri Tehillim that are the Tikkun HaKlali, but he doesn't write what they are. Now, if you move over to, to so, so just a brief moment of history. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman lived in the late 1800s, and he dies, I'm sorry, the late 1700s, and he dies in the early 1800s. He dies at about 38 years old. He was sick a good portion of his life. Um, I think he had tuberculosis. He dies at 38. He has a Talmud, a Talmud Chavar, someone who's close to his age, Rav Nassan of an Emirah, Rav Nassan. Rav Nassan is, is, I think, maybe like seven or eight years younger than Rav Nachman, very close in age. He only meets Rav Nachman the last six or seven years of Rav Nachman's life when Rav Nachman moves to Bardichev. And he lived in a small town near Bardichev. And they meet up with each other, and Rav Nassan's life changes. He had plans. He was going to do whatever he was going to do. His plans change, and he becomes totally aduk and davuk to Rav Nachman, and he starts spending months at a time with him, and now he writes, he charts the course of how hard it was to pry the Tikkun HaKlali out of Rav Nachman. He writes that I went the first time and I heard from other Talmidim who were there longer than me, that Rav Nachman has a Tikkun HaKlali that, that he would share with Hillem, and I asked him and he told me, no, no, it's, it's not the time to say. He says, the next time I came, several months later, Rav Nachman was sick in bed, and uh, I noticed on his table, by his bedside table, he had scrolled, scribbled down, Ten psukim in Tehillim, ten different kapitel in Tehillim. I assumed it was the Tikkun HaKlali. So I looked at it, I stole a glance, and then I felt terrible. How could I look at the, the, the Rebbe's paper, something he didn't want to show me yet? And he says, Machmas Pachad, that I did something wrong from looking at it when I didn't have permission. I forgot it. I wasn't able to commit it to memory. He says, I'm on the way out. I, now knowing that it was there already, I went and I asked Abnachman, maybe now the Rebbe wants to share with me the Tikkun HaKlali. Still not the right time. Still not the right time. And he leaves. And he says, and I, I meant to remember it, but Machmas Pachad, that I did something wrong, I forgot it. He says to himself, literally uh, months before he dies, when I was there, I heard that now he's telling, and uh, I quickly transcribed it, and he told over to us the ten kapitlach, and he explained a little bit what the malyusa of these ten are, and what the tzir of these ten are, and this is the Tikkun HaKlali that everyone needs to know, and that everyone needs to use. Now, the, the first edition of the Tikkun HaKlali was printed in Reb house. In Reb house, his son printed a Tikkun HaKlali. It's about, I don't know, eight, ten pages long. Tehillim, it has a small hakdama. 
It's available on uh, the Israel Museum has it like scanned in. That's where I got it from. I don't know who has the original copy of it. But in the Hakdama there, so he writes a little bit about the background, about how difficult it was to get the Teknakoli out of Rav Nachman. And then he writes some of the Kabbalistic, you know, Tzirufayosius and the Gematrius and, and what means what. And, and this part, I just want to read, I'm going to butcher it because it's in Yiddish, but I just, this is where it comes from, the famous, the famous, uh, from Gehenim. So it's Kedai just to read it once we're on the topic. He says, Anyone who will come in my caver, and we'll say these ten kapitlachtelim, these tikkunachlali that I created. Yoimram echshe yoimram. No grace of kavanas. Just say them. Just spit them out, like we're saying that tehillim has it built in already. One doesn't have to work too hard to access the latent power that's in tehillim. Yoimram echshe yoimram. Eshtada bekol koychi lasis leteva. I'll try my best to do good for him. Va'amar b'zeh alash and here's the Yiddish. It's an old ancient Yiddish. I'll try. Yeah, he's quoting what Nachman said. Yeah, he's quoting what Nachman said. And he writes in Yiddish, I don't know, in the, I can't even read it. I, I can't even read it. But it's here in Yiddish, if someone wants to try, in two lines, he says the, the basically what we said, he says it in Yiddish. Um, but here's that famous line, by the payas, by the payas, I'll, I'll, I'll grab him out of Shal Tachdas. This is that famous line that everyone knows that Rabbi says, and it's, it's, it has to do with the hisyastas of the Teknakali, which whether or not me and you say Teknakali, it definitely relies on the same Havana that Tehillim has an inherent automatic power built into it that if harnessed correctly could be used for many different things. I think in the Chesid Shevelt, not just by Breslov, the Marshall and Spink in Eretz Yisrael, and, and I know Rabbi Elish of Satmar used to tell people to say it, meaning in the Chesid Shevelt, I don't think it's the, 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 like such an such a out there thing. I mean, some people say, Maybe not, maybe not every day, like in Breslov, but it's, it's a thing. Um, and B'chol even it fits right into how we're describing Tehillim. Yashikoyach.